Whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with hosts Phil Davis and Liz Heemstrom. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of Brilliant Branding, and we have just past a milestone in the holidays of the year, which was Halloween. So we thought we'd start today's show with a little story. It's early evening. The streets are dimly lit. You approach a dark house, your pumpkin bucket in hand. And as you peer, you see an imposing two-story structure. The shades are drawn. The weeds are growing in the yard. There's no light, not even a porch light. The picket fence is broken, and you hear a dog wailing and barking in the distant background. Question to you, do you enter? Or all there's children, you know that house. Do you approach and knock? What's behind it? Or do you simply walk away, or maybe even, if you were naughty, throw an egg? This is the story of warming up your home, your business, your brand. We're gonna be talking about today how to turn on the lights and bring your unbrand uh, company to life. And it's just like that Halloween house. It's just like the one you go up to and you go, wow, are they even in business? What are they doing? Their site's there, I see it, I see the house, but there doesn't seem to be anything going on. So I'll be joined today by Mike McCarran, digital strategist, uh, one of his many titles, president of We Do Worldwide, um, longtime friend and associate and co-conspirator, um, we've been working together a long time as cohorts and crime serial entrepreneurs and constant experimenters. We spent a lot of time in the Tungsten Labs, tinkering with all sorts of crazy branding and business ideas. Um, so you can learn today from all of our mishaps in that lab and all of our crazy brand experiments, what works, what doesn't work, and specifically today, how to bring your brand online to life. So today we'll be discussing three key strategies, three takeaways for flipping that switch, turning down the lights, looking like you are at home and doing business and filling your house with happy customers. So welcome, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So did your kids do a little little trick-or-treating? They did. They did? What they did they go out as? We had two Vikings and a frog. Oh, wow. That is <laughs> somewhat random. It was a bit random. I, they, I imagine they were all decked out. Yeah, the one Viking was probably a sibling looking up to an older sibling. It was. Yeah, it was. it's always I want to yep. be a Viking. Yeah, we had Not, ho- homemade axes the yeah. whole nine yards. So wow, they, they had a whole lot of fun. Yeah, I can only imagine. I thought, yeah. So you're weaponizing your youth already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So this segues perfectly into our um, to our topic today, and the reason we use the metaphor of a house is that is what we're finding more and more as we do the branding. Um, Liz is running the switches and the, the uh, levers yes, today. I am here. Liz everyone. is here. I am here. Um, but as we <laughs> work to create brands, a lot of times we build these structures, and the structure of the metaphor today is the house. So we build this house, and we put all the beauty and everything into it, and now it's time to celebrate your brand. It's time to go online. It's time to live it. And sometimes we kind of 
say, here you go, here's your logo. We've talked the last few shows. What is your pivot point? What is the central thing that you're all about? Uh, what are your ingredients? Um, so you've picked the interior of your home, you've picked the colors, you've picked the shades, you've picked everything. And now it's time with your brand identity to go into business, to celebrate, to open it up. And one of the most searched uh, terms on the internet in our market space, Mike, you remember this years ago, we would say, well, let's let's do some SEO research. What are people looking for? And there's this weird word that people look up. It's brand marketing. Yeah. <laughs> and it, what is that? Yeah. It, you can almost <laughs> feel the confusion in that. I just need brand marketing. They're, they're inventing a new term. Yeah. 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 So, I, and that is just the pain point of I've created the name, the logo, the tagline. How do I make this actually happen now in the marketplace? And that marketplace is largely becoming online and that's what we're talking about today so we're going to give you three takeaways today it's like a good baptist sermon <laughs> right when you're done the the three we don't have the same letters but we'll just say the three points the key three key strategies for turning the lights on in your brand and number one is kind of what we alluded to on the intro is to turn your lights on um number one the easiest thing to do let people know that you're open for business um, and it, sometimes we get caught up in this kind of tick list thinking that says, okay, it's very functional. Um, here's my business. Here's what I do. Let's get this done. Let's get the logo done. Let's create a tagline. And now let's put up a website. And then when it's done, it's almost like, well, where's the business? You know, you, I've done it. Why aren't people coming? Or where's the brand? Yeah, they're they're checking all the boxes because that, that's what they think they need to do. And they're getting off point with you know, what, what the brand is about, what the message is about. It's just more about filling in the blanks and making, you know, hitting publish, hitting go instead of focusing on what, you know, what they, what the meat and potatoes of their brand really is. Right. So the, so the brand isn't about just completing the tick boxes and saying, here I am Mm -hmm. any more than if you showed up at a party and you go, I'm here. Right. Here I am everyone. And here I am. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I just assume you know who I am and I assume you know, you know, if you go to a party, you know, it's awkward for most people and you need kind of an icebreaker. Yeah. And that icebreaker is to say, here, come get to know us, you know, come get to know me. And, you know, if you think of your brand as your name, as, you know, John Smith, people need more than that to relate to you. They, You know, I know a lot of John Smiths. I know a lot of people in your industry. How are you a different kind of John Smith? Yeah. Are you funny, crazy John Smith? Are you Johnny Smith? Right. You know, are you Smitty? I mean, what kind of John Smith are you? And part of that is filling out and taking the 2D um, kind of visual aspects, the identity part of the brand, and filling it out and making it warm and inviting. A lot of t- what we're talking about today is creating that inviting space. Mike, just for those of you listening, has worked with probably hundreds, if not mm, probably pushing maybe even higher than that of uh, implementing visual strategies and website design so he's worked with us he's done our if you like our site if you go to tungstenbranding.com mike is the mastermind behind that he's oz behind the curtain and he supplies us with a lot of uh, insight into into strategies that we use and you frequently talk about this about people creating it you hand the baby off and what happens oh they just they fill in the blanks with with boring copy or or things they you know, oftentimes they default back to just services. So it's, you know, here's the services we have and they don't get into really um, 
what makes them special. You know, if they're if they're comparing themselves with a competitor or whoever, it's like you know, they, they do a service, they, they handle one aspect or, you know, three different services instead of saying, you know, here's our brand, here's what we're all about. Here's the personality behind who we are. Right. So in, in, in that part and parcel with that is, well, the next thing is, well, this doesn't seem to be working. Maybe I need to be ranked for it. Right. Yeah. As if ranking alone equals, um, connection and people purchasing. Right. Well, now that I know you sell curtains, I have to buy them. Right. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> yeah. I don't need to know about them or what you do or where they're made or how the fabric is or what your unique marketing position is or what your passion is or why what your story is, it, yeah. why you're doing it. I just need to know that you sell curtains. Right. Because Lord knows I can't find curtains anywhere. Right. <laughs> and, and it seems really obvious when you point it out, but we're caught so much in a world of tactics that we've lost purpose. Um, so more and more, people are just caught up with saying, you know, this is what we do, but not so much why we do it. So number one, turn your lights on. Um, it's not just pictures, homepage copy, and service checklists. And Mike, we were kind of texting back and forth last night about the show, and he, I just have to quote this. He says, it's not the same old crappy copy and lifeless list of services. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a little jadedness in that. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, and you know the pain point in that. You know, the thing people, you know, besides fear of public speaking, right behind that, I think is fear of public writing. Oh, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, it's such a challenging part for people to to convey the the essence and the just the special aspect of who they are, or what they, you know, what the brand is or, or what the business is into written words. That's so challenging. Right. And we go into almost the school-like m- mode. It's almost like, well, well robotic. You know, yeah. It's, it's, we do this, you we, know, period. That's it. Right. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. Right. It's journalism 101. <laughs> right. And uh, it takes on that air. And then and then we, we find it just falls flat. That's when the lights turn down and no one wants to come to your house. Yeah. You know, you have no treat for them. Right. Um, so why do they want to go into your house? So definitely, number one, turn your lights on. Let people know you're there. And when we say turn your lights on, it's in a number of ways. One, I mean, the most basic is have a presence online, mm-hmm. you know. But when you turn your lights on, you need to to populate those things, not just occupy space, but you need to turn it on. And we'll get to that in a minute. And you know, one I, of our other- I think, too, just to, like, build on that is there's such a default. People fall back into, okay, we need an About Us page and we need a contact page. We need a blog page, even though we may or may not do that. Right. And instead of saying, how can we take our story and best represent it online, specifically on the website? You know, how can we make that special or unique to us? Right. I think it's just, it's almost like, here's the template, fill in the template, but it might not be right or it might not, you know, it certainly doesn't make it any more different or, or special compared to everybody else in the market. Right, right. So everybody, what I'm hearing in that is, and, and this is true with anything in life, you know, when you're creating your online presence, have in mind that perfect customer. We talk a lot when we're creating the brand identity. Who and what are you when you're doing your best work for your best customer? Yeah, absolutely. Who or what are you when you are doing your best work with your best customer? And you know that warm feeling. Now you can almost get the chills when you feel that feeling of that person who love, 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 loves you. <laughs> 
and they just they say, I'll eat you up. I love you so. <laughs> yeah. And if you stopped doing what you did and got into car sales, they would come and buy a car from you. Right. Yeah. You know they what I mean? can't get enough of whatever. It right. It's something. like that unconditional grandmother. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just love you. I had a grandmother that I told her, she's just, you know, Graham, I just don't know. I might not stay in college. She goes, if anybody can drop out of college and be a success, it's you. Right. <laughs> I told her about three weeks later. No, I'm going to stay in college. She goes, education's the best thing. And right. I, you know, and then I realized it's not about what I'm doing. She just believes in me. Just backing you regardless. Yeah. yeah. And so you have that customer. Who are you and what are you doing? How can you capture that lighting in a bottle? What are you doing in that moment? And then recreate that experience online. Mm-hmm. Right. So what would that customer want? Visualize it. That customer has come to your website. What do they want? Do they want information? Do they want, or do they just want a list of your services? Or do they want a case study that says, here's somebody in your exact situation, Mike. We know what your pain point is, and here's what we did to help remedy that. Yeah. You leave maybe with something that's a little bit more gooey and less cold and prickly. Yeah, you got to ease people in, specifically on the website. You got to ease them in. You You need to capture their attention. You know, we're all at severely ADD online. Right. So you got to capture their attention and then ease them into your your content and the whole bigger story. So you're just, you're giving them little pieces. And sometimes it's a little nugget of, of wow, you know, mm-hmm. or um, or a little nugget of, of brand essence, you know, the stuff that that is exciting about the brand. Or maybe it's just, you know, a little piece of value. So it could be service-based, but make sure it's really valuable to the customer. Make sure they, they read it and they go, man, I, I need more of that. Well, tell me more about what, what you, right. you are. Right. So ease them into it. Hey, can you think of an example of a client or a customer or maybe someone that you didn't deal with directly that you see in the marketplace that's doing something a little bit different than just smacking pictures on pages? Um, you know, we talk about Tom's, you know, that's a great example of that social element where, you know, you get a pair of shoes with every pair that you buy. And so you're leading with, with this social consciousness and right away, it's not just a shoe site. Right. Um, so branding is partly building an identity through affiliation mm-hmm. and people feel like that brand represents my values so while I am looking for shoes, it also helps reinforce a sense of who I am. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. are there other ones that, that you are seeing that are doing these kinds of things? Yeah, there's you know, there's a few. So at a at a really big level that everyone knows is Nike kills this. Yeah. You know, they they aren't just selling their products, they sell story and they sell it in these bite-sized chunks and they're so digestible and people want to hear more. I wanna I wanna get to the next story and get to the next story. So they're just eating it up. And, you know, another one is that really speaks to the brand is Ember House. You guys name these guys Ember House. Yes. And they took their brand and just really ran with it. It's, you know, it's um, it's the concept of, of these warm embers. You know, it's it's wealth advisory. They they take these this, you know, fire that's bubbling in the background, these embers that are still warm and kindling and they use it throughout their their brand so they talk about you know warm up your wealth and they their site is just beautiful just really not you know knocked down awesome it's a totally different experience it's not the norm but they play their brand out you know through each screen and each little phrase right 
you know, I, I was just noticing it said on there. Um, now, you know, we set most of our clients up with this kind of lexicon, we call it. So the lexicon is the wording or the language that continues to support that brand identity. And again, it's that connection point. So when you go to the site, one of the, I just love how they wove this. They took it and ran with financial anxiety can leave you frozen. <laughs> anxiety leaving you. So really, they touch that pain point. Yeah, push it. We yeah. can help you warm up to your wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they created a sub uh, brand or a process called Ignite. Yep. So all of these things create that lights on kind of feeling. There's somebody obviously, and I think part of what it is, Mike, is in this day of ADHD, people are so busy just ticking off boxes that they're not putting intentionality and thought. And I think when you read things like that, you go, wow, somebody thought this through. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, this indicates there's a person behind this brand. Right. It's the connection, the human to human connections, you know? Yeah. Somebody was doing something that, that indicates that there was thought put to this other than um, the third largest uh, wealth management advisory east of the Mississippi, right. according to such and such a magazine, three years in a row. Yeah, it doesn't, it goes from, you know, this, this cold, um, just statistical, metric driven to a human approach. Right. And you're finding more and more, it's all about that kind of engagement. We're going to start talking more and more um, about engagement and how to tell your story, your unique story when we come back on the other side of the break. So we'll talk to you in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. 
To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. This is Phil Davis here with Mike McCarran and with Liz here talking about brilliant branding today. We're saying a lot today um, using the analogy of your your brand going online and being kind of like the dark lit house in the neighborhood. The scary one that the, the kids scary don't one want to go the up. The kids to. don't want to go to. And then the hateful customers actually throw rocks through the windows. <laughs> and that's the people that are posting online and all the review sites. I went to that house. <laughs> and nobody answered the door. It gets worse because then the rumors start to spread, right? And that's viral in all the wrong sense. Right, right. So uh, we certainly don't want that. We want that loving house. The kids are just pouring over and, you know, and you're just, you're just out on the porch meeting and greeting. Like the sweet grandmother the gets sweet, extra pieces yes. of candy. You're <laughs> or the, one the full that, size, the, full the king size. size the baby yes. root Snickers. Oh, yeah. You want to be the house, house everyone wants to go to. <laughs> so this is how your brand is going to be that sweet piece of goodness. Um, so number one today, if you're um, if you're driving in your car and you're listening to this podcast, uh, you carry these three ideas in your head. Do not, not try to... Take this down in your notepad on the phone. That would be a bozo no-no. <laughs> okay, so number one is keep your lights on. Let people know. Be be on and don't be on in the sense of just mechanically being on, but be on, be engaged. Maybe there's a pop-up on there. Do you have a question? Maybe you're the kind of business that needs that chat engagement. Are you looking for something on our site? You know, hold on. Technology should be there to support your ideology. Right. So it's it's we have it reversed. And Mike, you you talk about this a lot. We're, we're technology in support of purpose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So people want to get tools instead of trying to drill down and say, what are the tools for? Yeah. I mean, you know, so frequently, and and I think a large part of that comes from the the tools and tips articles and stuff that are just. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. Online. It's pervasive. There's no shortage of you know the five steps of blah blah blah. It's like. We don't need more tools. We we need a clear message. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, and really right. hone that in and connect. Actually, connect with customers. So I think that's the big piece that's missing. And then the then the technology comes naturally. If sure. you say, you know what, I need something where I can. I'm an e-commerce site, and people have questions, and I need to meet them at their pain point. Right when they come on, they don't know where to find me. Well, then you could say. Well, there's, it's easy at that point. What do we need to do? We can create a pop-up. We can do this. We can work on, on the navigation. Yeah. So this has been your world. But when, in talking about today's program, I said, well, how many practical tools should we try to get? He goes, well, the world's full of practical tools. <laughs> they change every other week. Yeah. But what people really need to do, and this is what this show is dedicated to, is getting on point <clears> and being clear about what it is that you're bringing to market, then finding the technology to support that mission. But get your mission clear. So point number two, number one, make sure your lights are on. Let people know that you're up and you're available for business. You know, um, if your blog post is still a year and a half old and it's static and it's it's not dynamic and you it's not easy to read on a mobile phone and all the other little things, it all is in indicators and flags that you're you're not really there. Uh, it's the parent that's sitting there going, huh? And you've had this discussion where, you know, you're not listening. Yeah, I can repeat everything you just said. <laughs> right. Well, that's the website that's done everything right, but it's not doing it. All the so, boxes are checked. Right. So you can be very efficient, but not effective. Mm-hmm. And so our goal today isn't creating all kinds of tools to make you efficient at doing a meaningless thing. 
Mm-hmm. It's about being selective at doing effective things. Um, and that's the focus. So number two is to tell your story. Tell your story, then tell your story again. And it's an it's not just an initial conversation. It's an ongoing conversation. And we talked earlier about Tom's. Yeah. You know, you know, they've been kind of made famous because you buy a pair of shoes, we'll give a pair of shoes. But if you go to the website, that is imbued in their their DNA. Mm-hmm. They're constantly doing things and living this social consciousness. Right. And so it's not a put on, it's not contrived, it's a story, it's an authentic story, and it's lived and it's constantly invented and written. Patagonia is another one that comes to mind. Yeah, they absolutely live it. Yeah. And they, you see it, you see it across all of the different platforms. So outside of platforms, it's, you, you know, you can look at their Facebook feed and it reads like an ongoing story. Mm-hmm. It, it probably, you know, it probably feels like they're repeating themselves. Yeah. Because to them, it's the same story they keep saying. Right. But to new customers and old customers alike, they pick up on that. They start they start um, pulling that in and self-identifying that, oh, this is a company I want to support. This is a brand I want to believe in. Right. I think REI is that way a little bit. Yeah, they definitely and have a be- culture around Yes, that. because it's a membership organization. I believe you get a refund, mm-hmm. don't you, Liz? Yes. At, mm-hmm. at, like at the end of the year. Right. And it's, you know, you get there and you start believing that, the, you start believing that they believe. Yeah. Exactly. And, yes. And that's contagious. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so tell your story. And if you don't, people buy stories. And if you don't have a story, then you have a commodity. Mm-hmm. You're just selling tents. You know, um, Coleman, we talked about earlier, Liz, remember, we did some research into that. Coleman started off selling, what was it? They sold lanterns. Lanterns? Was it lanterns they started with? Or it was cook so stoves? I'm pretty sure it was lanterns to begin with. And that was like the initial thing. And then they moved into stoves and then just sort of the whole camping experience. And now they're living more of that outdoor camping experience versus, you know, we're all about lanterns. And they were, I think their their tagline now is, we are camping. So, yeah, it's very similar to that. And you can see in their imagery and sort of their communication is just so much more about living outside and camping. And it's less about, oh, here's a picture of our cooler. You know, right. here's a picture of a tent. Yeah. You know, it's about there's families and they're outdoors and they're living that life. Right. And they're communicating that. In their words and pictures and messaging. So and, it's it's not, you yeah. know, there, there's a place for it. You know, when you get down to the granular level and you're buying it, sure, you want to tell them that it insulates as long as this and it's mm-hmm. this price and there's value. Right. This isn't throwing that out. No, absolutely. But, but you start you start by engagement, mm-hmm. you know, because otherwise, you know, it's almost like dating. Right. You know, I mean, you, you start off by doing, is there chemistry between me and this company and your brand? And are you creating that environment where there can be chemistry again with your best customer? Think of that best customer again. Are they going to find you sexy? Right. And that's exactly <laughs> what Mike was saying earlier about, you know, easing you into the website. So right. not sort of going off like if Coleman all of a sudden was just like coolers, guys. Right. Lanterns. But they're easing you into their product. So they're sort of, you know, you you gain interest in, well, I want to have that experience. Wait, what is this company? Oh, interesting. They sell coolers. Well, I want to have that coolers because those coolers, because I want to have that experience. I want the Coleman lifestyle. Right. That's me. I'm an outdoors exactly. person. And that fits right, me. Exactly. But 
it's the whole easing in. So like you said, you know, don't get rid of your services and your products and everything, but easing them into the story and who you are. Yeah, they kind of they kind of say, hey, we're we're into outdoors. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm right. into outdoors. Great, great. So we're actually we like gear. You know, gear is kind of where we where we own. You know, we love gear, all kinds of gear. Yeah, we do too. You know, we we really make a really killer stove. How, you know, do you need a stove? Yeah, actually, I do need a stove. They just if they pull them in from a real high level down to whatever it is they're selling. You can do it with services, or yeah. products, or anything across mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. And then you know that's where you use some of the tools. It's like I see you're buying a stove. Would you also be interested in getting blank? Yeah. And would you also be interested in getting X, Y, and Z? Yeah. You know, so it's just then you become you know, a purchaser of those products and you become an advocate and then you become the brand evangelist. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. birds of a feather fly together. Mm -hmm. If you're an outdoors person, you're probably grabbing somebody else. You're sharing your purchases. Yes. And that's exactly that's where you start getting your mojo going. The lights are on. And it, what, how do the kids say, hey, guess what house? The Petersons. They've got Snickers bars, full size. <laughs> you know what I mean? This That's viral. This was my in-law's house. They, right. have a, they have a bed and breakfast, and they're kind of kind of up on a little bit of a hill. And, you know, it's a big bed and breakfast. The lights are on across the board. It says doors are open. The doors and, are open. I mean, they went through like 300 pieces of candy yeah. in one night. I was just floored at that. It's like, their, their house will not get egged either. They, no, everybody so loves that house. Yeah. That's that's building that, see, and that's building that brand equity. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't mess with those people. They give us all the good candy. Right. Right. Exactly. exactly. Everybody watches out for That them. is like, you just bought protection. Spread the message. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's like a young version of the mafia. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, it's way cool. So, definitely tell your story. Tell your story again and continually tell your story. You know, for Tungsten, we talk about insight and clarity because we're such believers in it. I think we teach what we want to know. And my search in creating clarity and insight came because I ran an ad agency where people just were lost. And they tried to pound their way to sales by just blowing tons of money and shooting messages, different messages, conflicting messages in all kinds of directions. Um, They used to actually call it very militaristic terms. They would say, we're going to, you know, carpet bomb the market just to me we're going to target people mm-hmm. i mean it just sounds terrible in this day and age <laughs> right you know what i mean right we're going to mass market it so i'm going to burn up a million people's eardrums so i can reach the two people that i'm trying to get right to. yeah you know robo dial them we robo get, we get dial those, them right? <laughs> yeah I do can't. not hang up please don't hang up we had one this week and it started with please do not hang up <laughs> I'm feeling sorry for the robot now. Right. You know, that's pretty bad when you... It's a yes. hard, hard selling position. Right. Yeah, that's, te- that's terrible. So we tell this story. The other thing about telling a story, it gives the brand room then to expand and grow naturally and organically in new directions. So Coleman, for example, if they own camping, somebody comes along, and I'm not sure who this company is, but I don't think it's Coleman, probably said, can we license your brand and put it on our travel trailer? Because doesn't it make sense that you show up in a, in a Coleman trailer mm-hmm. Sure. with your Coleman gear? Yeah. So you could have the kind of company that once you own the position, the lifestyle, and the emotions around the lifestyle, you'll have people knocking at your door. Right. Saying, hey, I'd love to affiliate with you. We'll, we'll build it to your standards. We want to mm-hmm. rep- replicate your ingredients, mm-hmm. your recipe. We will do it. Um, so it doesn't mean there's a compromise, mm-hmm. but Coleman probably wasn't the best in the world at building trailers, but they were probably the gr- the greatest at saying, this is what camping people like. Yeah. Right. You know, they want, maybe they want their camping equipment on the outside because they want, they don't want to be inside the, 
the camper. They want to be out. Maybe they want to store their bikes here. Right. So there was probably input. But I'm seeing now more and more Coleman trailers. So where could that go in the future? Well, anything that's associated with outdoors. So, wow, what a distance to go from a lantern. Right. You know, and they still could be America's number one lantern company. Right. 25 right. years in a row. Yes. Well, I mean, you talk about that all the time, you know, attaching to an attribute or, you know, getting getting outside of just a product or just a commodity. When you do that, it's it's so much more of a nimble approach. Yes. Because as a brand, and this kind of goes aligned with, with the story, when you, when you lean on your story, then you can sell lots of different things around that. Like, right. Like Coleman, their story is about being in the outdoors. It's not about lanterns. Maybe, you know, lanterns have come and gone. Yes. People don't use lanterns. Right. They use headlamps and they, right. use, they use flashlights, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So they, they were, that's a really easy shift to go away from that into sleeping bags and whatever else they dream up, tents and trailers yeah. and coolers. Right. You know, it just, it's a real easy, natural progression when they lean on their story. And so if we were brainstorming and we were Coleman right now, we could have a meeting. And this is where I just love the Apple story. It went from computers, just really Apple computers. Sounds so antiquated. So if we were Coleman, we're on the board right now or the sales team, we might say, well, we're already doing trailers. What's the next? Well, where are trailers parked? In campgrounds. So maybe you go, KOA is doing pretty well. Why don't we open Coleman campgrounds? Yep. And now, boom. Now... You own the space where you camp. You own the, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Not, not just the gear, but the entire environment. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a pretty big jump. Wouldn't that you be know? like. And the, it would work. Yeah. And it would work. I would believe that yeah. because the right. story would be credible. Mm-hmm. And they've spent the time and energy to invest in the story. We talked about, um, was it Land's End or L.L. L. L. Bean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Be an Outsider, mm-hmm. the new tagline, yeah. B-E-A-N, Bean. Yeah. Right. Be yeah, an Outsider. We just love that. Yeah. And about, you know, being one of these people that is rugged individualist. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so they're going back to telling their story more mm-hmm. and less about our fabric is 20% longer lasting or our right. canvas is, you know, more canvas smelling. People mm-hmm. buy emotionally. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly. that, that emotional connection. You know, like like this Ember House, we still have this up. We're looking at it. You look at that, and it's it's a wealth advisory. How many other wealth advisories tons. Look, look like this, though? Oh, well, there's tons out there. There's but tons few out there. that look like this. I mean, this has you emotionally just like this. You yeah. just, it feels warm and friendly, and you just attach to it. You know, where most other wealth advisory, I don't know, they they often feel cold. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, and since we work, we have the privilege of mm-hmm. working with the people, Lisa and the gang there, and got to know their heart. You know, this brand came as a direct extension mm-hmm. of our work with them, trying to reflect that pivot point. Mm-hmm. And she told us uh, just an anecdotal story about um, a lady that came to her just distraught because she came into money, but through a lot of hardship. So it's about the ashes of people's lives. Mm-hmm. So through a very personal struggle, she ended up... Ended up coming into money and didn't know what to do. And instead of seeing dollar signs, Mm -hmm. she took her out and said, you know, the first thing you need to do, you need to breathe. (laughs) So I want to take you to a yoga class. (laughs) She didn't talk to her about money. Mm -hmm. She didn't talk to her about, you know, I can get you one and a half percent more per year than the average advisor. Mm -hmm. She didn't try to sell herself. She says, can we just go and just get you centered so that you can make your financial decisions from a very center. And then we will build your new life out of the embers. Your new house. Yes. With and the we, lights on. Yeah. And we will fan the flames 
Well, we, yeah, it's a firehouse. <laughs> um, but we're going to rekindle that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things she talks about is rekindling people's original passions and creating lives that are congruent with what they love to do instead of lives that give you the maximum return on your money. Because what is life if you're doing something that you don't enjoy, but you're getting a higher return? Mm-hmm. It's just now it's just a number. Mm-hmm. So she's about, you know, constructing a life that you enjoy and having financial security to know that you can continue to do those things that you enjoy. Visit your grandkids, do whatever. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I think I think that's a great story for her and, and one that definitely works. The third thing in uh, of our whole um, pitch here today in one, two, and three is to be engaging. So we started with turn your lights on. Everybody knows that you're on. Everybody knows you're available. It looks inviting. There's decorations out front. Um, so you want to come in. There's a little offer maybe when you go to the site or there's things going on social media. You're telling your story. There's more to this brand from the name. I can tell that there's a story behind it, and I'm starting to, to be interested in the story. Mm-hmm. And the third level we can do is being in, engaging. And engagement really begins with authenticity. And we see this more and more now when we talk about engagement as people try to step through engagement as if, again, it's formulamatic. Yeah. So here's how you engage people. You do one, two, and three. And, you know, isn't it, is it, is it Weber or AWeber? These automated tools. Yeah, there's it's one of them. Again, AWeber is an email marketing platform. There's phenomenal things that are very efficient. But what we want to talk about on the other side of the commercial break we're going to go to is not just concentrating on efficiency, but effectiveness. And that effectiveness Uh, comes with being engaging and being authentic. So we'll be right back, and we're going to give you secret number three. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, and welcome back. Um, we're going to fit a lot into this last segment. We've talked about three key points, and here's the third one, and that is to be engaging. We're talking about how to keep the lights on, how to bring your your online brand to life so that it does what you want it to do. You know, uh, we hear a lot of frustration, don't we, Mike, where people have gone, well, I did everything. Right, yeah. You know, I think about the movie, What About Bob? I'm doing the steps, Dr. Right. Marvin. I'm baby-stepping, if you know the movie. I'm doing everything your book told me to do. Well, why aren't I living this successful life? And so you read yourself to death. To your point, Mike, you've done all these tricks. And, and you know, the, the interesting thing about Google, and we'll jump ahead and, and just share this, is so many people chase Google or chase techniques. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're always doing, it's kind of looking over your shoulder. That's what worked yesterday or last week or last month or last year. Instead of chasing Google and trying to figure out what Google wants, be what Google wants. Because what Google is looking for are people that are doing best practices. Google is constantly engineering their algorithm to say, we want to filter out people that are giving the best experience to our searchers. Yep. Right? Yeah. We, we call it common sense SEO. Yeah, common sense. <laughs> It goes you should a long trademark way. that. <laughs> yeah. Look that up online right now. <laughs> common sense. I love that. E- extrapolate a little bit on common sense SEO. So how does that look like? Because you came to me years and years ago, and to Mike's credit, this is probably 10 years ago, um, and said, Phil, just start writing helpful articles. Yeah. Start writing helpful articles. This is before content was just absolutely, you know, the buzzword. So maybe it was a little bit longer than that. And And I got a couple of knocks on that. I had people tell me, uh, don't do that. You're giving your advice away for free. Yep. People could learn to name and brand their companies on their own. Um, you're giving away the goods. Trade secrets. And yeah. Those are trade secrets. But you encouraged me to freely share. And at the time, I just began writing it because I figured it did a couple of things. One, it shows the spirit behind the brand. Yep. You know, that we want to be clear, that we want to be transparent, yep. that we want to be forthcoming. It, it was it was exhibiting the behavior that we feel told our story, which is we're not going to hold anything back. There's nothing. There's so much smoke and mirrors in branding. Yeah. How, how is it priced? And we put pricing on our site. Mm-hmm. You know, it's based on the number of people, how long it takes. Uh, so we're very clear about that. Well, immediately nothing happened. Right. Thanks, Mike. Um, <laughs> Classic SEO. Yeah. So, wow, that was a big, uh, <laughs> that was a big dud. So, I but I just kept churning out article. Uh, how to name and brand your, how to name and brand a financial services business. Eight mistakes to avoid when naming your company. And slowly, these begin to gain traction. Yep. And now, those 80, 90, 100 different articles are just ranked throughout, you know, Google to the point where we don't even do paid search anymore it's organic mm-hmm. because we were forthcoming and we were doing common sense common sense seo seo so how does common sense seo and we're talking specifically in in in, in terms of engaging your customer what does that look like today well i think you know so 
I mean, you, you just said it. You say this. I, I, I steal this line from Phil. I'm not going to lie. I steal lines from you. That's so, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, being clear, compelling, and consistent, if you look just at your website content alone with that approach, that really is like the common sense SEO. Oftentimes, we have customers that come to us that say, we want to do a bunch of SEO work and get ranked for this one particular key term. And we look it through their copy and content, and it's not all that compelling. They kind of check the boxes like we talked about earlier, and they get through the website and they push it live. But to the the, the customer they're trying to reach, it doesn't really right. have much value. Right. It's kind of empty. It feels Even empty. if you get number house. one, right. Yeah. You hit number one, I click on the link, and you've ranked for the, and, and that doesn't happen very often. Right. But let's say it does, and now I read this kind of inert article. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. Or it's fluff. You know, oftentimes yeah. it's, you know, it's under a thousand words. And under a thousand words, if you're trying to really explain something, it's really hard. Yeah. You know, you, you typically need more than that. You need more substance more guts. yeah yeah so it's it ends up just feeling fluffy it's real top level you don't really get much out of it so common sense seo is before we get to all the specific tactics you know behind the scenes just putting out clear compelling consistent copy like you did for so many years right it's it, you will naturally rise to the top you look at i mean all of the the big seo companies and people out there that measure this stuff extensively, there's lots of really specific tactics assuming you're already doing and that, the clear, yes. compelling, consistent content. I guess they, they are assuming that because they're not not—they're not the ones who are going to necessarily do it all for you. They're going to take your content and try to tweak yeah. it. And yeah, the, the Matt Cuts of the world, he, he says time and time again, you know, put out content that is useful to your customers yeah. and watch what happens. And the customers we have historically, the last 10, 15 years, that have done their homework like you. You're mm-hmm. steady, Eddie. You did what did what we told you to do. <laughs> right. You write good, compelling, consistent articles. And over time, SEO is not a short-term play. It's a long-term play. It takes a while. It's right. slow moving. But it's like a it's like a train. I mean, once you get the thing moving and it's moving in the right direction, I mean, it just keeps going. Right. And all the customers that we have that did their homework, they're all they're all at the top with the keywords that they, that we've gone for. Right. The ones that were looking for a quick fix that are still looking for that same quick fix struggle the most. They they it's they don't have that quality content on the site. It's not all that compelling to the the end cons, you know, end customer. And those so so what is common sense SEO? It's write titles that are super compelling. What What's a title that you would want to read? If you were that, that customer. If you were that, that customer. That best customer yep. that you're having lunch with. Hit pain points. What do your customers ask you? What are the questions you commonly answer? Those are great places to start for content that's, you know, that they would find value in. Right. And then answer it in a thorough, clear way. Right. And that, I mean, that to me is like the best SEO advice you can give to any business, any industry. Right. And those don't, and getting caught up with, is that a blog or is an article? Those are all things that you can kind of dissect in when you get into the tactical stuff. Yeah. And it it differs. So, you know, service businesses, it might be more blog oriented, kind of like, you know, what Mm -hmm. you have. If it's, um, if it's an e-commerce store, well, maybe that content is around each product. Talk Mm -hmm. about the product, talk about the benefits of the product, talk about why, you know, why the customer would want it. Set the sizzle out of it. Right. So there's, you know, the tactics, yeah, may change. It might just be case studies. You know, um, 
uh, um, for some of the ones we've talked about earlier, like Ember House, maybe it's a case study where it's going deep diving into the services and why they matter to you, why they, why you should look at these types of things. So it's not always blog posts. That's kind of in the, the standard is put up a website with a homepage services or products, a contact us and a blog. Yeah, and, and the then blog is one to two blogs, and then they quit. They do exactly that. They write their one, two, three blog posts, and then it just dies off. And right. Like, you know, there's a date stamp on it. Right. And it looks from really terrible. 2013. That's your yeah. the house is you know the, the dark. lights are horribly <laughs> the weeds dark. have grown. You know, it's scary. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. So talk to about when we say engagement, and Mike, this is one that uh, I I hear, and I know you hear this in spades. So then, so you've got somebody drinking the Kool-Aid right now and they're out there and they're going like, I, 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 you know, again, you know, Dr. Leo Marvin, I'm baby stepping. I'm engaged. I've opened up an account on every social media platform. How come it's not working? I'm on Pinterest. I'm on, you know, I'm on Tumblr. (laughs) Tumblr. You know, MySpace. 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 Zanga. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I've opened a Snapchat account for our retirement community. I've done... (laughs) I've done everything I know to do, so why isn't it working? When when you talk about engagement, how does that translate into the, you know, and I know there's so many markets, and this is where it gets tricky because, you know, you've got industrial, you've got commercial, you've got retail, you've got consultants, but what is the what is the place to have that intimate conversation, to have that one-on-one, to have that back and forth? That's such a good question because it so differs depending on your business. Right. Not even industry, like business. Mm-hmm. You know, the, so here's like food for thought. One, ask your existing customers what social media they use, like specific to social media because there's so many different platforms. Do they use Tumblr? Do they use, you know, are they on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Where, right. where are they? Right. You know, that's like one place to start. Yeah. And I mean, the classic line, I, I have said this so many times, I've lost count. If you're going to be on social media, be social. Yeah. It's like, it's like, Going to a party. If right. you stand in the corner, you know, and face the corner and <laughs> right. don't talk to right. anyone, then yeah. no right. one's going to talk right. to you or they'll be concerned. That's weird, right? Like, <laughs> right. don't do that. Right. <laughs> Instead of if you if you are in that party, that room, whichever room it is, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, wherever it is, use it. Be social. You know, interact with these people, you know, these humans, interact with them <laughs> and see if they become your customer. And see if they do become your customers. You know, we have an interesting one that we're kind of shepherding along right now. It's Mount Washmore. The concept was it's a total rush. It's a, it's a express tunnel car wash. Now, that's pretty cut and dry. It's, it's, it's a state of the art. It's got all the bells and whistles and it's several hundred feet long and they've got all the toys. But you can't just rely on that because someone in a year will build one with more bells and whistles right, and right. more toys yep. and, you know, more lasers, you know. <laughs> you come out blind right now on the other side of the thumb or epilepsy. You have one of the two. But you sure enjoyed the experience. <laughs> so we could have just stopped there, right, Liz? Mm-hmm. We, but we thought, well, if we're going to brand this, mm-hmm. let's really brand it. And because we have a little bit of a piece of the action here, we really said, let's, we've got, you know, wow, they let us, in, uh, they let us into the control room. <laughs> Let's do what we want our clients That's to do. That's dangerous. Yes. And they should never have let the inmates run the <laughs> asylum. 
<laughs> so we created an entrance sign that looks just like you're going into a national park. It's yeah. got the stacked stone. Mike was there too to help us. Yes, Mike was here. A wood routed sign. Yeah. And it yeah. says, Welcome to Mount Washmore mm-hmm. National Car Park. Yes. We called all of our, this is telling the story, but not just telling it, just living, living it. it. Yeah. Acting, mm-hmm. When you walk up, you get greeted by a park ranger mm-hmm. who has a hat. Yeah. Right. You know, we're working on a Soapy the Bear concept, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then um, the owner uh, of this went and said, I will invest whatever it takes to make this believable. I said, then no, this is down in Florida, at Pinellas Park. We said, no native uh, uh, foliage. We want trees that you would get up north. Yep. So we spent tens of thousands of dollars extra putting in trees. And I don't know if they were like aspens or birch or whatever. But when you go there, you are experientially taken out of this busy highway in Florida in a heat wave. And suddenly you're magically transported into a, a, a national park. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So it's just creating the 3D touch points. Uh, everybody's greeted with sir and ma'am. <laughs> and it's given a park like kind of experience right and then obviously taking the brand as you know we're talking about and putting it online so digitally then you know as um you know we're writing reviews to people we're on brand yes or sorry not writing reviews responding we're to responding reviews. to brands yeah. responding to reviews <laughs> responding to our brand <laughs> got brand on the brain <laughs> yeah but right. to your point, like, we'll say, thank you right. so much. Um, I'm glad you appreciated our rock solid <clears throat> service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, four heads are always better than one. Right. right. So we've created a little bit of tongue in cheek, witty kind of thing. So it's the brand voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the experience. It's the name. Right. And the totality of that, that creates an experience. And we got the highest compliment. Someone wrote a couple weeks back that it's not quite there but I feel like when I went there, I had an almost Disney-like experience. That's ex- mm. And that's exactly what we were hoping for. That's and great. I was like, whoa! Yeah. Yeah. I had an Oprah thing. <laughs> right. I went like, oh, that's cool. So I think that's a great case study of we could have just left it like, isn't that clever, Mount Washmore? It's a total rush. Right. Mm-hmm. With one sign, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then it's like, get it? And then guys show up in a t-shirt and they go, yep. yeah, ma'am, what can I do for you? Schlop suds Schlops. Yeah. Thank you for coming to Mount Washmore. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've we've lived this. And I think the average rating on that, and, and here's another part of the brand, more and more, um, we're kind of transitioning. The SEO is looking more and more at social cues and indicators, and that is the reviews. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. yeah That's huge, would especially reviews. retail. So, you know, Google is really looking at what are customers saying because it's hard to fake what 150 people are saying about you. Right. So we've invested a lot in creating the right experience so that we naturally get the, the right feedback. Yeah. So hopefully this has been helpful for you this week. Um, you know, next Halloween or maybe even tomorrow, don't wait for next year, <laughs> let's start turning your lights on. Have mine at least for Christmas. There you go. Right? Right, <laughs> right? exactly. So turn your lights on, tell your story, engage your customer. Be that, that favorite house on the street that everybody wants to do, and, uh, and you'll be a smash success. So join us on tungstenbranding.com. Thanks, Mike, for coming in. We really enjoyed it. We do worldwide. Check them out as well. And we'll talk to you next week on Brilliant Branding.
Thank you for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heemstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, stay brilliant. Brilliant.